Welcome into the Deep Slant podcast presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? Well, welcome in. It's the off season, but it's a big week for the Houston Texans. It's Lovey Smith week. The fifth head coach in franchise history was introduced to the media this week in his press conference. And by introduce, I mean reintroduce because he was with the team last year, defensive coordinator, associate head coach. Now he takes on the head coaching role this week after a long search that began January 14th. Nick Casario uh, spoke to the media as well. And we did a live show on Tuesday. So we brought you the press conference. We also brought you head coach. We answered some fan questions. And this podcast is actually just sort of a best of that day because I think a lot of people watch the press conference. You may or may not have caught our live show. Drew Doherty and I were set up at this big desk in the West Club right when everybody was entering and getting off the elevator. So we saw everybody come in and we sort of set the stage for the press conference. Then we took you live to the press conference as well as uh, the fire alarm, all the questions. Uh, this podcast will have none of the actual press conference nor the fire alarm, but we'll bring you some of the exclusive interviews that we got on the show, including the head coach himself after he got done um, answering questions from the media and taking some pictures on the stage with everyone. He joined us for a live show, answered a few of our questions. He answered some fan questions. We got to chat with him about this entire job, what it's going to be like for him, because he's been in the building. He's been in the building for a year, but he takes on a new role. So how different will it be? What does he envision for the offense? Uh, what does he envision just for this team, for the fans, for the city? We got the fans asking questions as well. And then as soon as Lovey Smith was done, we had Jonathan Joseph join us uh, at the desk and Got his thoughts on the head coaching hire as well as just uh, his thoughts in general about what we can expect for 2022. He was in the uh, in, in, at the press conference as well as Andre Johnson, Cecil Shorts, Travis Johnson, some former Texans. Lovey Smith gave them a shout out during the press conference as well, which I thought was pretty neat because even though they've never played for him, you could tell that Lovey Smith really respected having those players in the audience listening, and and he really wanted to welcome them back into the fold, uh, you know, with with him as head coach. So. It was a, a great day overall. It was a lot of fun to catch up with JJ, a lot of fun to catch up with with Lovey Smith and, and can't really wait to see what this offseason is going to look like because we saw what this defense was able to do last year. We saw what the offense was able to do as the season progressed. It just got better and better, especially with Davis Mills just getting more and more game experience and now Pep Hamilton's going to lead the offense. So we get into all that with Lovey Smith and more, but first... Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston, stream Texans games on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network, and count on a reliable connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? All right, let's get right into it. Lovey Smith, he joined us on the Texans live show right after his introductory press conference in the West Club at NRG Stadium. Drew Doherty and I had a chance to catch up with the Texans' new head coach. First of all, Thank congratulations, you. Coach. It's a great day for the Smith family and, of course, hopefully for all Texan fans. All yeah. right, your third stint as head coach in the NFL. I mean, with every job, you sort of learn as you go. Yes. Third time around, what do you think that you might do differently? What have you learned from your previous head coaching jobs? You've had a year in the building, so you know this team pretty well. Well, I, I think the simple answer is that there's no simple answer. What I'm going to bring is that I think every time you have experience in something, you get better and better at it. 
and being in, and having an opportunity to lead three different programs from just what you what I believe in offensively, defensively, special teams. Some of the things I won't change, and that's how you treat people, and how it takes everybody to have a successful, you know, successful organization, successful football team. Uh, that's what I'm going to bring. You know, every day to me, the best that I have. Everything that I know, what I can give, I'm bringing to the table each day. Just, just picture game day each day. That's what I'm going to try to bring in my experience in any situation. I don't think there will be many situations I haven't uh, been a part of. That's what I'm going to bring to the table. And I think I have an expertise, an expertise, and I know staff-wise, from being in that many different positions, had a chance to meet a lot of different people. In your third time, you have an opportunity, I know I want to work with this guy. So putting this staff together, most important thing you can do as a, as a first time or just your first days on the job, uh, head football coach, it's about staff. And I can't wait for that. You know, you bring that up and you said in the press conference, hey, I wanted to hire Pep Hamilton a few different times in my career. Yes. Now that you got to work with him for a year in the same building, what's got you most excited about him being your offensive coordinator? First off, he's a football guy. He's gone through the, you know, there, there are certain steps you have to take. Pep has gone through all of those. When I hired him the first time as, as a quarterback coach in Chicago, He's, he's not the same guy now. We've all, you know, but I saw how bright he was, how he dealt with people. He's a detailed guy. When I say he's an offensive coach with a defensive mentality, and I'm talking about, yeah, all offensive guys want to pass the ball. All right, how many passing yards? But, I mean, who are you? And for Pep, it's about a tough football team. And to say you're a tough football team, you have to be able to run the football. And he's a fundamental coach this past year of just being able to compare notes. When you have an offensive guy, well, I'm looking at this. All right, this disguise you're looking, this is what's giving us trouble. Just comparing notes like that. And when you're a guy like me that's been in coaching this long, there are some guys that you've had that you, when you get young, at a young age, and you have a plan for them. You see them eventually. Eventually guys like me are gonna move out. And it's the Pep Hamilton, the Miles Smiths of the world that's gonna be running it. And for me to have had a part in that and give them all of my experience and what I know, oh, exciting time. All right, we got some questions from fans, a few of them. Questions presented by Ford. Yes. Coach, all right, Dan wants to know, because you know the draft is coming up here in a little bit, what will Coach Levy like the focus to be on at the draft? Well, and, and I'm not trying to run away from the question, but, <laughs> but it, it's, it's, always, for this. it's yeah. always the best available. I don't know exactly, you know, what's the best available out there, but I just know on if someone said, hey, we need a defensive lineman, I wouldn't disagree with that. If someone said, hey, Levy, how about our defensive backfield? I wouldn't disagree with that. Some people are going to say, you know, of course, the, you know, the linebacker position. Then you look, but it's always about, you know, scoring points and what we have offensively. We, I would say that we have a lot of pieces in place, but to just add as many athletes, smart athletes as we can that have our philosophy, that's the neat part about where we are as we build and come in all together. How much do you enjoy the draft process, the, the build up I, to it? I, I love evaluating prospects and, you know, my college background of seeing them at a certain, you know, a certain level of skill level and, and them growing. But I like getting young players, you know, where as you come in, normally you can get their minds a lot easier when they first get into the league. But that evaluation process, and being a head football coach and just being in football this long has allowed me to, to work through a lot of things. And then for us, we have a profile for every position. 
And so we know exactly what we're looking for. And that's what I was impressed with, with Nick so much this first year on how we got on the same page with what we were looking for. Nick, this is what we're looking for defensively at every position and how Nick, as he said, adapted to it right away. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've already, this. You know, what have you been doing in the interim? Well, uh, two nights ago I watched all of the, you know, Senior Bowl, you know, modern technology. Any, everything anybody <laughs> right does, you have it instantly. Every play. Yeah. From so, practice in the game. From yeah. practice in the game. So yeah. start watching all of the, the all-star games and just putting this together. I know we're going to have a, we have a lot of picks coming up. Again, mm -hmm. hopefully you can see the excitement that, that we have for that process. Well, along those lines, Barry wants to know what excites you about this team for 2022? Oh, just the potential. And you you look at how we played. All right, our one of the teams north of us was a winner in our division last year. We beat them, we split with them. And we had an opportunity to beat them again. In a situation where we weren't playing, you, people could say we weren't playing for an awful lot. So just... And that, you know, there are goals that you put in place. It's about getting in in the tournament, getting in. One way to get in is to win your division. I've had a chance going through to see the personnel, so a lot more familiar. I've never gone into a situation as a head football coach where I knew so much about the, the team going in. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, how much, how big a benefit do you think that is? That's being in the benefit. building for a year, knowing it. Huge benefit and, you know, other places. Of course, being in my third time around, uh, the conversation with, hey, I'm, I'm Lovey Smith, and you're who, and all of that, it's not like that. As I start calling our players, you know, we have a relationship already. And one thing about being a defensive coordinator, too, you know, I start calling guys. Defensive guys all picked up right away. You know, they know my number. I've been calling them. Most of the offensive guys, I haven't talked – a lot of them haven't talked to them yet. Some of them didn't pick up. Who is this strange number? <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind of looking They're forward. They're going to enter your number into their I'm phones. looking forward yeah. to them knowing my number, <laughs> and I'm looking forward. It's about offense, defense. I'm involved. I want to get to know the guys, and, and that's what I got from my role this past year of just being around the guys. We have some good – you got a chance, of course, to, to meet. I have, we have some great men in the building. And we're going to get some more great men in. And just for the record, before the next question, there were a few offensive guys in the building right now watching a press conference. I know Jimmy Morrissey, he just finished his rookie year, so he was here, as well as a few others, as well as one of the greatest Texans ever, Andre Johnson, in the house. Yeah, Andre, I got a chance a little bit, and I was talking to Andre, you know, he eventually is going to be a Hall of Famer. Yep. Hope we get news right away, but someone you talk about our program to have that type of impact. And then, and I knew all about him before, so I'm excited, and I hope that happens for him. You mentioned Jimmy Morrissey, a guy that's so special to me, coached both of us, named Bob Junkle, who recruited me to Tulsa from out of East Texas. I also coached Jim. So these relationships that you get in football are pretty special. All right, we've got questions presented by Ford. This one from Theo. He said, you talked about the fans in your press conference. What is so special about football in Texas? And I know last year, you and I were walking over the tunnel from training camp, and I asked you what it was like to be in Texas. And, I mean, you were so excited yeah. to be back. And this was in August during training camp, so I can't even imagine now how excited you must be. But what makes it so special to be the head coach and, and about football here in the state? Well, you know, there's a lot of states that, you know, from my time in sports, I've been able to go all over the country. And there are a lot of different states think that their football is the best around. I just know from my experience growing up, it's been about – sports and football in general most of my life 
and it is a religion, a religion to people. They are so involved in it, and they're so knowledgeable about football and how they want it to be played a certain way. That's just who I am. My belief in coaching, how you do things, is based on me just growing up in the state of Texas. So to get a chance to come back and leave our professional program, the Houston Texan, that so, and I think there's so many people that I know, and they know what I believe. A lot of my beliefs, though, they, they, I got them here. You know, you, to win a championship, you have to play great defense. Everybody knows it's about scoring points and what the offense is. You've got to play great defense. People, it's just, well, all right, now special teams. No. Another athlete that I hope gets into the Hall of Fame is the greater, greatest return of all time, Devin Hester. He's a special teams player. So it's just not lip service. I'm giving to those three phases going together. And I've been in situations where we're playing good ball, and to know that that, that four phase where the fans are involved in a home field advantage that you get out here, that's what we're going to get. I showed the guys, the guys, look at the stadium right now. I was telling some of the defense guys, look at the stadium right now. A lot of empty seats. There's gonna, soon there's going to be a time where you're not going to see these empty seats. The fans are going to come back. We, right now, we can't expect them to like a lot of things that we're doing, but that day is coming. Hey, you just brought up special teams. You obviously had a big role in that. You know, this year we'd, we'd see you out at practice helping out. You know, Frank Ross doing some things. Talking to Devin Hester, who you just mentioned, I, I got a chance to Zoom with him last night. Oh, yeah? He said you always had a role in it. You would come in the special teams coach's uh, room, ask pointed questions from time to time. How important is, especially, you've mentioned a little bit about it, but how important is it to, to continue the success that you had last year and build on that? It's special. Nick talked a little bit about that. I mean, there's offense, defense, and, of course, there's special team, but there are some guys that are going to be our core special right. team players, and their role is important. And it's just not lip service to it. It's, it's time, giving Frank the amount of time that he needs to implement our system. But me as a head football coach, of putting that emphasis on it, and, again, that's just not going to be taught from practice time to the players that we allot uh, to our special teams. That's how we're going to win football games based on what we do with our special team. Hester's happy for you, by the way. He said yeah. congratulations. We are as well. Coach, I know you've got a busy day ahead of you, a busy few weeks, but what can you tell us about the immediate future? What's next for you? Well, what's next for us? I mean, as we talk about bringing our fans back and everybody getting excited about our team is um, I think one of the first things you have to do. First day on the job, first week on the job, of course, is getting the staff in place. We're not going to play a game tomorrow. It's getting our staff in place. The response that I've gotten has been really good on guys with opportunities that are turning down situations to come here. So getting the staff right, making contact, of course, with our players, and then the process. All-star games, free agency, and, of course, in the draft. How soon do you think some of those, those spots are going to get filled? Soon, soon and very soon. It's, go, it's coming along great right now. That's why when people say, I mean, of course, we're biased, but Houston is a great place to live in. And, uh, and there's a lot of great things happening. You know, when I first went to Chicago, uh, Dusty Baker was a, the uh, the head uh, was running was a He's Cubs a manager, manager of, the Cubs, yeah. of the Cubs. So I got a chance to know him then, and I came. And I hadn't talked to Dusty since I got the job. Talk, of course, doing the, their playoff runs and all that. And I'm gonna call Dusty. You know, as soon as I get a chance to him, let him know I'm still following you, Dusty. You know, I followed him <laughs> in Chicago, and now I followed Dusty down here uh, to Houston too. And uh, and again, I, what I would ask the fans is just be with us. We're talking an awful lot right now. Eventually, you're going to like the product we put on the field.
Great stuff from Lovey Smith. And by the way, if you have not seen the video on HoustonTexans.com, because Lovey had such a busy day, he did um, our show, he did a couple of other radio appearances, TV appearances. He also paid a visit to the Texans ticket office, and he actually closed a deal on a on a potential client that was, you know, a Texans fan. He was like 50-50. He was out in Gilmer, Texas. He wasn't sure if he wanted to buy season tickets. Well, Lovey Smith got on the horn with him and closed the deal. I wrote a story about it on HoustonTexans.com. The video is up there as well. I urge you to check it out because, I mean, Lovey Smith's got a lot of experience in the league. He's got two decades of experience. But you know what? He's a pretty good salesperson too. And I think that comes from his recruiting days in college. So very, very impressive stuff. Also very impressive, Jonathan Joseph, whenever we have him on the program, he offers great insight, offense, defense, uh, head coaching hires, you name it. Uh, Andre Johnson, we got into all of it with Jonathan Joseph. And here he was with us on the live show on Tuesday. And we had a chance to catch up with one of our favorite former Texans players. And we've got a special guest joining us again oh, to weigh in oh, on the big news today. A familiar face, Jonathan Joseph. Good to see you, Jonathan. Glad Our very own Texas legend. Greatest quarterback we in matched the today, Texas history. Oh, you see me? I got the memo. I, got I didn't even know you were going to be on this show until I just saw you. We, and here you are. All right, your thoughts on Levy Smith being named head coach? Oh, I think it's a um, big step. You know, I think obviously with his track record, um, you know, being here last year, continuity, as they spoke about today. But I think the players like him. I think that's a big thing, getting players to play hard for you. And I think, um, obviously, getting some stability in the franchise. He's able to be a leader. He's been a leader in three, four other different spots. With, you know, taking one team to the Super Bowl, obviously they didn't win it. But it's hard just to get there in this league. So, you know, he's able to do something right. And when he went to that Super Bowl, he didn't have a QB1. You know, of what people Rex look Grossman. at it. He was right. Rex Grossman, exactly. Played great special teams and did all the small things to get you there. And I think, you know, this team is sitting in the same type of position. Not obviously Super Bowl, but base foundation, build off of it. And I think he's the right guy for it. In your playing days, you went against the Lovey Smith team a time or two. Most notably, it was 2012. Texans are seven and one. The Bears are seven and one. You guys go up into Chicago and you win that one. But what are what are some of your memories of Lovey Smith coached teams? What do you have to prepare for and be ready for? Just a tough mentally team. You know, obviously, defensively, they're going to pressure the quarterback, play their style of defense, but they want to create turnovers. They want to uh, get their hands on the ball in as many ways as they can, whether it's offense, defense, or special teams, put points on the board. I know they were really known for their defense up in Chicago for a lot, but I think, you know, look over the time, what they was able to do at the running back position with Thomas Jones and those guys. They had Brandon Marshall for a minute there, and I think um, – they was able to make it to the Super Bowl. So with that staff and with those guys there, I think, you know, fast 40, 15, 20 years now, I think as time has evolved, you look at it, he's been able to do the same thing when he came here last year and take this defense, and they improved, what, plus 10 or 20, you know, in the takeover margin. So I think anytime you can create those takeovers, you give the offense the ball to put up points. All right, we just heard from Levy Smith a little while ago. One of the key takeaways we were discussing earlier is the fact that he's going to call plays on defense. That's something he's going to retain um, as head coach and then Pep Hamilton for the offense. What do you like about that, and what did you see from last year's defense, and, and what do you think that he might do this year a little bit differently? I think that says that he's very hands-on. I think he knows his role for this team. I think, you know, his biggest stamp obviously is being a head coach and him just being a leader, I think that's just natural fit for him. So he can do that and at the same time be a D coordinator. You've seen guys do it before like Mike Zimmer or whoever else. And I know I've played with Zimmer and I know the attention to detail that he was able to bring to that defensive side of the ball. And I think that can be a strength of this team right now, being a you know, defensive side of the ball. So with him going over there and having all the trust that they have in Pep Hamilton. 
So when you have somebody like Pep that you can put your trust in to get the offense going and do the things the right way, he can put his focus over there on that side of the ball. Hey, as a player who you saw different coaches come through at, at various points in your career, what's it? What's the benefit, you think, of having guys who are in the building who do have head coaching experience like Lovey Smith, who also have coordinating experience like Pep Hamilton? What sort of benefit does that bring to you guys as players? I think it just makes the game plan a lot easier. When you have questions or things that you can ask, you know, you don't have to go to two or three different people. You know exactly who you can go to, and it stops right there. It's all the same philosophy. It's going to be taught this way. Everybody's going to be on the same page. You don't have to go to this coach or that coach, and they're telling you two different things. It's going to come back to one person, that person at the top. And I think that's the easy way it's always been for me when you have those people in the building to where whether it's Romeo Cornell or Mike Vrabel or when I was with uh, Mike Zimmer, those guys or Vance Joseph, whoever it may be, when you know at the top they're teaching each and every coaching position the same thing, the player is a lot more comfortable knowing that it's all the same. All right, we saw you. We saw Andre Johnson here a little bit <laughs> earlier. Um, obviously, big week for Andre Johnson. You know, he's going to be a Hall of Famer eventually someday. You know, what conversations have the two of you had about the change uh, of this team and, and the, the coaching direction going with Lovey Smith? We just talk about it. Um, we talked about it briefly probably before he was hired Sunday. I think Sunday. Uh, it was early in the day Sunday, actually. And um, we spoke about it just because I think we both care about the team, about the city, the franchise. And... Um, we want to see this team do well. Uh, the city deserves it. And I think um, with Lovey, we've both seen him over the years. And um, we both support him, obviously. But we think he's the right hire for this team, obviously. There's going to be several different candidates out there. And there's only one job available, you know, and that's his job here. So I think only one guy can get hired. Man, he's the guy. He got our support. You see other guys that came up to show up today. Obviously, Andre's a Hall of Famer guy. And um, his resume speaks for itself. He'll get in there when that time comes, whether it's this week, next week, or however it may be. But um, just to have a guy supporting you like Andre, and obviously you've seen Lovey giving him a shout-out today. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short. Oh, but, you know, um, I think I get <laughs> enough props. He talked about the Texans' history. I mean, yes, you guys are very sure, much a part sure. of it. I mean, he wasn't here when you guys were playing. He's obviously played against you guys. But the fact that he knows what the history of this team has been and to get back yes, there. And I think, you know, if I'm correct, he's from Texas, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah he's from Texas, Sandy. so he understands football. Um, he knows it at the highest level. Yeah, that's why he's a defensive mentality guy because, you know, he's very old school with that approach. And I think, you know, he brings some discipline to this team also. Discipline goes a long way. I think if you look at the playoffs over the last, this past year, it's probably been one of the most exciting. Mm -hmm. And it came down to the final playoff almost on every drive. Yeah. So they teach you the small things, whether it's situation of football, turnovers or whatever it may be. The game is never over and your team always has a chance. I think it's very interesting the respect you guys are paying for coming back like like an announcement like this. It's also interesting hearing from some of his former players. The announcement went out at 6 o'clock last night. That's when it was made official by the Texans. By 7 o'clock, we were able to get Brian Urlacher, who's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Devin Hester, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame someday. We were able to get them on Zoom. They were excited to talk about how excited they were for Lovey Smith. I think that speaks volume. Both guys that didn't play for him, like you and Dre, and guys who did. I mean, this guy's got some, some gravitas. This, this guy's got some, some juice, if you want to say, right? Oh, for sure. Um, when I came here, Daniel Manning came here with me. Yes. So that's all I heard about was Lovey. Uh, I played with, you know, Tim Jennings. I didn't play with him, but we both from South Carolina under the same agency. I always heard about him. Tank Johnson came to Cincinnati from Chicago. I always heard about Lovey. Cedric Benson came to Chicago, came to the Bengals from there. So I've always heard great things about him, the way he was coaching. And, you know, early on in your career, you're always looking for someone that's a player's coach, that's going to do right by the players, but at the same time hold players accountable. And I've always heard the same thing about him. Like I've mentioned earlier to someone else about Marvin Lewis, the same type of style, same type of discipline approach. And um, 
I think I just can't wait to see how it plays out for him because I'm excited. You, you've been through some coaching changes in your career as well. Uh, now with this is a, a unique situation because you've got a, a coach being fired, a new coach being hired, but it's someone within the building. As a player, what's your perspective? I would imagine it's a little bit of a relief because you sort of know what you're getting into. You know, there, there's some familiarity there with the head coach that's coming in. He knows you, you know him. I mean, talk about that situation from a player's perspective, what might be going through their heads right now. It is unique, but I guess I, like when I heard that yesterday, I said it's unique, but I don't think it's as unique as people make it because it's no different than a defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator getting fired and the wide receiver or tight end coach getting bumped up and being the head guy. So I think people will still have the same respect and look at it the same way. And I think when you have the proven track record and resume, that overrides everything. And I think Lovey, you know, checks all those boxes and things like that. But I think it's not as foreign as people make it, you know. But I think just at the head coaching position, obviously the previous coach being a one-year guy, then the next coach coming in, I think that's probably a little unique. But this the NFL, and you know, that's the way business is done in the NFL. So when business is done that way, you have to do business accordingly. Always great to hear from J. Joe and hear his thoughts on everything. He's very, very candid, and he's just. He just knows. He just knows things. I feel like he just sees, sees things. And I, I get smarter every time I talk to Jonathan Joseph. You just talked to him about football. You can talk to him about things around the league. And, you know, he's played for a number of different teams, a number of different coaches. And he just he just gets it. So love having him back. And hopefully we'll have him back on more live shows. I love the input that he offers. Drew and I both cannot get enough of him. And then JJ was just around talking to media members because I think everyone thinks the same thing. Like, let me just find out what JJ thinks about this. Uh, anyway, you will get to hear what we think about everything because Texans All Access begins on Monday, February 14th. It's Valentine's Day and Lovey Day. I already told John Harris I expect a lot of, like, Lovey Jams slow jams, you know, you name it. That's got to be the theme of the show. I don't know if I sold him on that, so you'll have to listen and see what happens on Monday as Texans All Access kicks off for the offseason. Lots to get into. It's so exciting. It's a very exciting time of year. And, you know, you heard it from Levy Smith himself. The next steps will be to round out this coaching staff, and he says it's happening soon. So I expect that on Texans All Access. Every single day next week, we will give you some updates on what's going on on that front. And then in a couple of weeks, we will be at the NFL Scouting Combine, which we were not at last year because there was none. So I'm super excited about that. So we've got a lot coming up in this month of February, in this month of March. You're going to want to stay tuned. Also check out HoustonTexans.com. And I'm going to keep the podcast coming as we can. I hope to get a lot more interviews here this offseason, a lot of changes around the league and catching up with some of our uh, favorite national correspondents and getting their thoughts on the Houston Texans for 2022. But that's going to do it for this week's podcast, the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Texans.